Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast. We have some exciting news. We have a brand new website. You guys can head over to the fantasydaydreamers.com where you guys can find all our new and old episodes. And be sure to check back every Tuesday and Friday for new articles to help you win your league. You guys can also follow us on Instagram at fantasydaydreamers and on Twitter at ffdaydreamers. Fantasy Daydreamers, a group of friends who will be bringing you facts, stats, and opinions to help you win your fantasy football championship. All right, with me today, I have, well, myself first. I'm the host, Jay. With the most. Yeah, I I do have the most, and I do love toast. And uh, I also got co-host JJ with me. What's up? You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. And I got Ryan with me. Hey, what's up, guys? You can follow me on Twitter at Rocco Daydreamers. And you can follow me, Jay, at Twitter at FDaydreamerJ. I'm sorry. I'm not really I'm not really hip to the Twitter thing, guys. I don't know how you're actually supposed to say that. <laughs> oh, you don't tweet? Nah, yeah, I do. I just don't know how to talk Twitter talk. I'm not there yet, but I'll get there eventually. But guess what? Today we got some news. Mm-hmm. We'll be going over the week one recap. And then we'll have some waiver wire ads. But first, we're going to get into the news. Got some bad news. Yeah. Uh, got a lot sad. of bad news. But that's what happens in football. One, we got Marlon Mack, torn Achilles. His season is over. But uh, Jonathan Taylor's named the starter. So probably look for him if, uh, if you can get him in your league. Uh, He's n- already owned everywhere. You think so? Do probably. you think you should try to trade for him? Um, not yet. Did it, didn't it kind of bother you guys that the the Colts kind of seemed like they were the Chargers? Like, they didn't run the ball enough. Like, you have that great offensive line, and I think, what, Taylor got, like, six or seven rushes? It's like, bruh. Yeah, he, he had, Taylor had nine carries, but he had six receptions for 67 yards. So, he, he showed that he can catch the ball, which is really relevant in fantasy. True. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's quite time for to trade for him because Naheem Hines had a huge role. Yeah, he he also had, a lot had of work. yeah seven carries for twenty eight yards and he had eight receptions and he's the one that got into the end zone twice and ran ran the ball hard too. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. Next we got Blake Jarwin torn ACL. Uh, over. Oh, his season is over. Yeah. But Blake Bell is the new starter, according to the Cowboys depth chart, but that could be obviously changed. He did the not look good. He did not look like he could catch the ball. That was sad to watch. Yeah. I, I have Blake Jarwin in a lot of leagues, and that really hurt. Wow, right. uh, I thought he was going to be a huge um, breakout. Uh, with this injury, I would try to get C.D. Lamb if he's available. If he's not available, I'm trying to trade for Michael Gallup because I think now they're just passing the receivers. Because, yeah, you guys are right. That tight end looked horrible. My man my man dropped a couple passes that were huge, and I don't, I don't think he's trustworthy. Yeah, okay. My uh, question to you on that is who do you think is the number two? Because C.D. Lamb looked good. So who do you think is the number two in Dallas? Do you think it's still Cooper, Gallup, Lamb? 
He um because Lamb looked you know, really you know, good. You know, I think about this offense. I mean, obviously, I know Mike McCarthy had the play with the Packers when they had Jordy, Cobb, and Adams. Yeah. Um, I think they're all going to go off. It kind of it's kind of a little scary because I think they're all going to go off different weeks. But if you think, I mean, Ramsey was all over Gallup, and Gallup still had a good game. Cooper, I mean, had one of his better games, especially especially against the elite a corner. But I mean, uh, see, look, was getting wide open versus slots. Yeah. Really dominating. Um. But they all rotated a lot. I saw Cooper in the slot, Gallup so, in the slot. So would you rather have Amar, uh, not Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup or CD Lamb on your fantasy team right now? I would rather have Gallup. James, um, I'm probably gonna go this. The league, the league's in a weird spot, and yeah. now it's really a, a lot about the slot. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go CD just because of how how much the slot is utilized, especially in today's age. Okay. Yeah. But that's me. Why do you choose Michael Gallup, though, Ryan? Oh, because I just think he's better. Uh, uh, I, he He's going to stay on the field more. Uh, he's going to have some good matchups, especially versus NFC East. And um, I just think he's he, – I mean, literally that that flop that Ramsey did, that, that should have been another 40 yards added to uh, Michael Gallup's total. Yeah, true. JJ? Uh, I'm going to stick with Michael Gallup, at least for the next few weeks. All right. Well, next, um, David Njoku placed on the IR. He injured his knee. Um, yeah, it hurts because I have him and he's like my sleeper. I, I, I usually try to pick him up anytime that I can, because I do believe that he, he's, he's really talented, but he just gets hurt every single season. I think this is, this is what two almost. Maybe three straight. I think two injuries. It's, it's because, been two definitely. Yeah. Um. I know that for a fact. It's, yeah, so it's two. That hurts. If you have Austin Hooper, hooray for you. Um. But next we're gonna get into guess what, guys? The week one recap. Hey. Hey. Recap. Week recap. Recap. All right. So we're gonna run through what happened in the week one of the NFL season. And talk about what surprised us, and uh, give our thoughts. So, Thursday, we got the Texans versus the Chiefs. The Texans scored 20, but the Chiefs scored 34, giving the Chiefs the dub. Duke Johnson, ankle sprain. He's week to week. It's doubtful next week against the Ravens. So, doubtful means exactly what it sounds like. He It doesn't sound like he's going to play, but maybe if he practices and he says that there's no real pain and no hindrance on his game, he could suit up. Yeah. But I would not start him. Yeah. Don't quite drop him yet, but keep him on your bench. Don't don't start him. Way at the bottom of your bench. Uh, Ryan? Uh, for me, in this game, I thought Will Fuller looked great. Uh, Should have had a touchdown. Watson doesn't underthrow him. Uh, by far had the best connection. David Johnson had a great run. David Johnson had a great game. He looked young again. He did. Um, Patty Mahomes did Patty Mahomes things. Yeah, I mean, he could have even had more touchdowns. Yeah. They really cooled off there. Uh, Bill O'Brien looked like he thought he was up by 17 instead of down by 17. <laughs> Some of the worst play calling I've seen in a long Seriously, time. Seriously, <laughs> dude. I don't know what was happening out there. Clyde um, Edwards-Alaire looked phenomenal, though. Fantastic. Glad worth, I drafted him. Worth that first-round pick for Andy Reid. The, the crazy thing is that he's a pass-catching running I mean, he, I know he can run, but he's a pass-catching running back that only got two targets. But he had 25 attempts rushing, 
which last year the Chiefs only averaged 24 per game. So that's a big deal. I know the Texans were playing a lot of cover um, or two safety high, so they were just taking what they got. But And they had the lead for the uh, majority of the game, not the whole game. Oh, no, no, they went down 7 nothing in the beginning. But they had a, the lead the majority of the game. And But Andy Reid used Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the, in the red zone, inside the five-yard line. He wanted to get him a second touchdown, and then Clyde just couldn't get that push from the offensive line. But... Yeah. He's he, he's looked great. That hit when he when he spun off uh spun to avoid Watt and got creamed by the other defensive tackle <laughs> was wild. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you, JJ. Yeah. Uh, so first week Sammy's back. Obviously, <sighs> big game Sammy first week one. Traded for him before week one. Oh, didn't start him though. <laughs> what are you doing with him? Keeping him on my bench. Yeah. I might throw some trade offers out there. Try to try sell high. Yeah, try to sell high on him. It's week one, Sammy. He's not gonna keep this up all year. Miko Hardman. Those were a lot of targets, though. Yeah, you did it last year much, too. In though. That spread of an offense. That's a yeah. lot of targets. There's a lot of other people to throw to, though. Also, oh, I mean, Hardman true. had nothing. But I feel Robinson. like in that offense, the the one to hover around is Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's why Sammy was so open because and the I think that's Texans going to continue to happen. Ball. Especially game to game. But I, if Tyreek Hill starts to get off, then the defenses are going to change their scheme to try to hover him. Sammy Watkins opens up. Travis Kelsey's always going to be there. Travis Kelsey is always there. And Clyde Edwards Alaire didn't do anything in the receiving game. I think there's going to be a lot more dump downs to Clyde Edwards Alaire through the season. Also, oh, okay. not a lot of people can stay with Tyreek Hill. So you can try to do you can try to cover him. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh one last note about the Texans real quick. Uh I would look to find other options uh, than playing Fuller, uh, David Johnson, and Watson because they're playing the Ravens, um, and the Ravens' defense looked fierce last week. And it's all- the Browns, right? I mean, the Browns are still the Browns. I mean, they still have talent. Okay. We'll get into that later. Early Sunday, we had the Packers versus the Vikings. The Packers scored 43. The Vikings scored 34. JJ, you got anything to say about that game? So we're going to have an article written by uh, one of our writers, Keone, mm-hmm. who's going to be talking about uh, MVS Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Alan Lazard as waiver wire ads, both wide receivers for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers can still sling the ball. What a great. That was never in doubt. Devontae Adams is still clearly the number one. Had 17 targets, 14 receptions, and two touchdowns. He's really also good. looked great. But he's going to have to still throw it to one of these two guys. Which one is it going to be? So, Ryan, if you had to add one of those two guys, which one are you adding? MVS or Alan Lazard? Uh, I don't trust MVS. I mean, he, he, MVS could have had a bigger game and had a major drop. I mean, talking about... He could have had another 30 yards and drop that ball. I think I like... Um, Alan Lazard? Yeah. I agree with that. I think if you have to choose between the two of them, you'd pick up Alan Lazard. I'm taking Scantling. Hmm. Yeah. To me, he's, he's, he's the more talented receiver. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes him. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he used him a lot last year. Correct. 
Did you see the drop he had over the middle where there was no one within 10 yards of him? Sometimes He started happens. looking upfield before he caught the ball. <laughs> Got a little scared. Sometimes it <laughs> Got a little scared. Um, all right. What do you guys think about the Vikings running backs? I think they looked pretty good. Dalvin Cook had 12 carries for 50 yards. And Alexander Madison actually really surprised me. He had six carries for 50 yards. And four catches for 30. Uh, do you think Madison has standalone value, or is he still just a handcuff? Still just a handcuff to me. Not not quite standalone value. Um, and I think also um, until we find out who the Vikings uh, trust as their number two receiver, uh, just stay clear. Thielen's, Thielen was you know predominant, but other than that, there was no other options. Jefferson will emerge eventually. I I agree with that eventually, yeah. but. I agree with Ryan also. Just stay with Thielen for right now. Also, maybe, maybe the Viking defense is not as good as people think No, not. I mean, I, I know I, they had young corners, but, man, they were getting just trashed. Yeah. It was a shootout. But, like JJ was saying earlier, garbage time. Yep. Um Next, we got the Browns, who scored six time. points. <laughs> uh, versus Woo! the Ravens, who scored 38 points. Le- Lamar Jackson, man, he is still Lamar Jackson, right? You'd think that maybe he would have got slower over the offseason. No, probably faster. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, JJ, anything to say about that one? I know you just spoke a lot, but. um, I just want to talk about Odell Beckham. Mm, what do you want to talk about? I really don't know. He had 10 targets. With only three receptions. 22 yards. Didn't get in the end zone. I don't even know if you were starting Odell before this for this week. I don't know what if he was started in how many leagues. but He was probably started in most leagues. You think so? Yes. Are you starting him next week? It um, depends they play, this, on... they play the Bengals. Yeah. So yes, yeah. I'm going to start him. Probably start um, him. I just I'm think, terrified I just of starting him. Yeah, I was going to say I'd be scared. And if he underperformed again, he's probably riding my bench until he, he performs for multiple games in a row. How many games until until you drop him? I don't drop him. I ever? He's still him. Odell. Yeah. I don't drop him, but he rides my bench. I mean, Maybe I get a trade-off for him, get somebody better or just consistent. Hoping that maybe the other person's like, hey, that's Odell Beck. Yeah, yeah. Name yeah. value. Yeah. I just think the Browns started off just horrible and they got into a, you know, they were down like, I think, 10, 14 points in the first quarter. It was just kind of a blowout already. Um, something for me is uh, Cream Hunt uh, out touched Nick Chubb 17 11. Um, do you think that, well, I, I think this is a true 50 50 committee, but. Uh, is Cream Hunt a number or uh, running back two? He's borderline for me. Yeah. Yeah. Is like the, does that mean Nick Chubb a running back two? Not borderline, because some people draft Nick Chubb as their running back one. Yeah. And I don't think the value is there. I I think he can still be a late one. I think they had a terrible week. They were down the whole time. Cream Hunt is going to be their receiving back. So of course, in the game where they're down. By a bunch of points, Cream Hunt's going to be on the field more than Nick Chubb. I think as the as the season goes along, they won't be down by so much. Nick Chubb will be on the field a little bit more, and he's hopefully going to get the 
red zone attempts. Well, I don't think so. I think Nick <laughs> Chubb is a horrible goal linebacker. I mean, last year he had 15 carries for negative 14 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's not repeatable, though. Yeah, I understand, but that's still horrible, right? Yeah, terrible. Uh, uh, one more question. Uh, we had Mark in um, Mark Ingram, running back for the Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins. Also, I think another true committee. I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's Mark. I have Mark Ingram on a team. I am scared. Why? Uh, uh, because he didn't get none of that red zone work. J.K. Dobbins stole both his touchdowns, <laughs> and I think J.K. Dobbins is a really dynamic runner. Uh, I think Mark Ingram is Mark Ingram. He's gonna get some. If uh, he's gonna get his looks, but. I don't know. It was a little scary. What do you think, James? I I think the offense pretty much stays the same um, as it was last year with a couple of tweaks. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, of course, is going to get more touches, but I don't think that's going to take away from what Ingram's going to do for the team. Like you said, he's going to get his his looks. He's going to get the ball. I just think that this week J.K. Dobbins got his, his touchdowns. When another week it'll be Ingram getting the touchdowns, so I'm not I'm not scared for that whole that whole dynamic of them not really using one true back. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, understandable. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, also, Marquise Brown, five catches, 101 yards. Mark Andrews is a beast in the red zone. I think you just start those Man, guys. He's really good. All right, producer Ian. I just have a little fun fact. What is the fun fact? Since 1999, the Browns are one win, now 20 losses, and one tie in the first week of the NFL season. That's really good. <laughs> you know what's funny is? I actually I, I saw that fun fact. I know I know when they won that. 2004. You should have waited. Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia to go. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I love Jeff Garcia. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. We got the Raiders, 34. The Panthers, 30. You said Josh, Raiders wrong. Let's see. And the Raiders. Oh, I can't do it. Raiders. I'm going to mess up my voice if I do it. <laughs> and then I'm going to be talking all raspy for the rest of it. <laughs> nah, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Josh Jacobs, the GOAT. Josh Jacobs. If you got him, him, start him, of course. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, sit it, uh, start and uh, forget it, uh, running back one. Yes. So then forget it, yeah. yeah. Um, my question to you, can you stream Derek Carr this season? Yes. Put him on your bench. I got him on mine. You want me to put him on my bench? That's <laughs> Put him on your bench. Okay. Yeah. I have Pick Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. Let's say you have Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. as your starting quarterback, and you don't have another quarterback. Yes. Pick up Derek Carr. Um, it all matters about the matchup, to be honest. Uh, Carr... Is Carr. Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't matter about the matchup. Sam Darnold, I don't know if it matters about the matchup. I'm never playing him in fantasy. Does it matter about the matchup for Derek Carr is my question. Does it matter about the matchup? Yeah. Can you play him in certain matchups? Yeah. It definitely depends on what team he's playing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we should move on to uh, Henry Ruggs. Uh, I thought he played great. I mean, he looked good on that uh, deep deep, – almost – touchdown but uh the deep pass yeah he did get banged up a little bit there but then he came back um he didn't do anything after he came back but he did come back so yeah, we don't quit yeah and he looked amazing out there out in oh i mean las vegas 
<laughs> Christian uh, McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, you're going to play him no matter what. Teddy Bridgewater did exactly what most no, people thought. You said his name wrong. Game managers. Oh, Teddy drip, Dripwater. Drip, 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 My drip, bad. Drip. Uh, and he didn't. He didn't really show out, but the team put up 30. So that's and that's not a bad number. Well, they just lost. I, DJ Moore dropped a touchdown. He could have had a better game. DJ Moore, uh, Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson all had over eight targets. I don't know if you, uh, James, you watched the game, right? I know you saw that that uh, up out and up route by Robbie Anderson. That was one of the filthy ones that I've ever seen in my entire life. That was a great route. Actually, I've seen a lot of. I'm asking you if you saw that specific one. No, I didn't see that specific one. It's right, well, out of my memory. Closed his eyes for <laughs> it. <laughs> Not looking at it. But uh, with this game, I know, I know, know it's the first see. game. Uh, is Robbie Anderson a guy that you're thinking about starting, though? No, I, not starting. But no? I think. Um, Keeping an eye on? Yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. Because I think he's number two now. Put a star and, next to his name. And Thomas didn't really do anything. I mean, Robbie Anderson, just, he looked good. He looked like he's happy to be away from Adam Gase. Wow. Um, cold-blooded. Well, I mean, hey, I hate that guy. But, <laughs> I mean, Robbie Anderson with his old coach. Um, again, had a, a two-point conversion, I'm pretty sure, too, on that same, t- after that touchdown. Um, just looked good. I mean, looked better than he did all last year. So, he's 68.1% owned in ESPN leagues. So, mm-hmm. I don't think he's out there to pick up off your off the waiver wire for most people so if he is out there go get him because i think he is a stash on your bench yeah but only that for right now just a stash Mm. okay all right next we got the seahawks who scored 38 versus the falcons who scored 25 ryan i know you wanted to talk about those ones ah these the seahawks let Russ cook i mean 31 for 35, 322 yards, and four touchdowns. He's dangerous. And also led the team in rushing <laughs> rushing yards. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, he also led the team in rushing yards. Uh, Lockett and DK both went off. I got a question, though, for you, JJ. Yes. Um, Carlos Hyde had seven uh, carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. Chris Carson only had uh, six carries for 21 yards. He did also have six catches for 45 and two touchdowns. Um, he, does Hyde kind of sneak onto your bench? I mean, it was kind of weird. It was kind of not a Seahawks type of game because they didn't run the yeah, ball much. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, but, I mean, it does seem like they're going to use Hyde. Uh, he's going to have a role. Uh, would you keep him on your bench or are you just leaving him? I... I don't want to deal with it, so I'm just going to leave him, let him sit out there for someone else to come grab. I think Chris Carson is the dominant back in that backfield, and they're going to need to rely on Carlos Hyde some this season if they want to win games because Chris Carson cannot do it on his own. But Chris Carson's six receptions, like just the fact that they were would throw it to him because that's just not something he's done in the past. So... I There's think a problem with some dropsies. Yeah, and <laughs> some fumbles. He just doesn't know how to hold on to the ball. Hey, James. Um, hmm. What you going to ask me? <laughs> DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. What about it? Which one do you like more? You know I like DK Metcalf more. Even though Tyler clearly, Lockett is amazing. Yes, Tyler Lockett is amazing. And Both he is clearly the number one receiver. He is clearly Russ's favorite option. 
when it comes to passing. Both had eight targets. Yeah, both had Lockett eight just caught all of his while DK only well, caught half of them. Lockett is better. I just really like DK Metcalf. Me too. Uh, DK Metcalf gets... Whereas some games, Lockett will go, like you said, eight for eight. But, like, how many yards did he get? Yeah, 92. Yeah, it's like sometimes he'll go eight for eight with, like, 50 yards. Yeah. But then DK Metcalf will go... Four for eight for 95 and and a a touchdown. touchdown. Exactly. Like, DK is their deep option. They know that they can throw it up to him. He's He's going to get it. Yeah, deep, which is why I like DK more. Whereas Lockett is more of the safety option. When the Underneath guy, he's going to be yeah, running the crossing routes. Be, and yeah, he's going to be coming across the middle, ten yards up. Not you know sometimes, and then sometimes he goes deep. But yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. an all the time thing. DK's main thing is deep. Do you guys think that the Seahawks are going to run this type of offense all season long, where they let Russ throw the ball, or are they going to go back to running the ball more often? Eventually, they're going to have to run the ball more. Eventually, they they can't rely on Russ. To just keep slaying that thing. Defenses okay, are going to no, scheme. No, no. They can. I, they can rely on Russ. <laughs> you can't. I don't know if they if, want to rely on Russ. Yeah. Russ is the third best quarterback in the league. Like, you can he rely on him. He looked so good yesterday. He always looks good. Yeah, good exactly. Yesterday. Always looks good. <laughs> and what has happened to them, you know? They ran the ball all first quarter, got down, and then he had to bring him back. He does that a lot, though. Greatest fourth yeah. quarter comeback quarterback. He is. He's really good. <laughs> Todd Gurley. What do you guys think? He got a touchdown. He, 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 he was drafted to be your number two running back. He'll fill that role, but uh, he's just very touchdown dependent. I mean, 14 carries, 56 yards, had two targets. Sorry, five, had five targets, but only got two balls. Um, I just – he's just Todd Gurley. He's nothing, he was nothing special. I mean, I know they, got, they were kind of getting blown out. They went pretty pass heavy, but I'm not. I'm not excited. I think he's he's gonna get the job done all season long. He's gonna he's gonna be a RB two, and he had no competition. You're right. Yeah, you're not gonna be super happy with him every week, but he's gonna get the job done. Bada bing, bada boom. Let's move on. Jets seventeen, Bills twenty seven. Man, I was right about Josh Allen. He did get those three touchdowns. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> oh, he got those three. Uh, I told you to start him. I told you. Uh, and, well, the Jets didn't look so good. Again, Le'Veon Bell, hamstring, gone probably, possibly a couple of weeks. So don't, don't drop him, but leave him on your bench. But maybe drop him because Adam Gase hates him. <laughs> don't um, drop him. Don't drop him. With the injury, uh, two people you could look at. Frank Gore, the guy who never ages. <laughs> and um, Josh Adams. If you remember, he was the leading Eagles uh, rusher two years ago. I had to get it, boy. <laughs> but uh, he had a touchdown in this game, too. Um, Jameson Crowder looked uh, pretty good. I think in PPR leagues, he has wide receiver two potential. I mean, uh, seven catches for 115 yards and a TD. Um, he's a PPR machine. Yeah, he is, bro. I mean, like, even if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's going to catch a bunch of passes this season. Um, a guy that, you know, if you lost Blake Jarwin like I did, a guy you could look at is uh, Herden. Harden? Herden? How do you say his name? Chris Herndon? Yeah, Chris Herden. Uh, he had six uh, six catches, seven targets for 37 yards. 
Uh, I know that's not like like amazing, but I mean second uh, second guy on the offense. Also, um, Adam Gates loves that guy. Talks about him very positively. My question to you, James: mm-hmm. Which Buffalo running back would you mm-hmm. rather own mm-hmm. for the rest of the season? Zach Moss or Devin Singletary? That's not fair. Why not? It's a hard one to answer. Yeah, pretty <laughs> hard. A real hard one to answer. Um, bada bing, bada boom. Zach Moss had nine carries for 11 yards, three receptions for 16 yards, and got the receiving touchdown. Devin Singletary, nine carries, 30 yards, five receptions for 23 yards. Didn't get in the end zone all day long. They're going to stick with Singletary. I think that's a true committee. I'm going to go with Zach Moss. Mm. Touchdowns matter. You should have went with Singletary. I think touchdowns matter too. Zach Moss's touchdown was a receiving touchdown, so it's even better. Well, yeah, but it's not as repeatable as like a rushing touchdown would be. And who's going to get their rushing touchdowns? I don't know yet. But well, we do know Josh Allen. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. That is very true. Uh, um, Wait, James. I, I would really like to make a bet. What? Uh, total fantasy points per game. Zach Moss, Singletary, rest of the season. Ryan, uh, already one and zero in bets. Man. Oh, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'll take that bet. Let's do it. Okay. I'm gonna win. That'll that be one. announced on Instagram. Uh, what we decide. I want to talk about the Bills receivers. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen likes him. John Brown and the man, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, of course. Seven targets for Cole Beasley. Four receptions, 58 yards. Josh Allen is trying to sling that thing. He is slinging that thing. Yeah. Let's hope he keeps that up for the rest of the season. Let's really hope. Well, guess what? I just wanted to bring up Cole Beasley. (laughs) We got the Eagles. 17 points. That's a lot versus Washington. (laughs) 27 points. How does it feel to lose to a team with no real name? (laughs) 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 Oh, man, he is still sad. That hurts, doesn't it? Uh, Wentz started off high, had two two TDs, both to his uh, um, tight ends. Um, Offensive line looked horrible. Washington's defensive line looked like a bunch of Hall of Famers. Oh my gosh! Um, what Washington's defensive line looked like men out there. Yeah, they had eight sacks. Uh, no receiver had more than fifty-five yards for the Eagles. Running game was non-existent after Sanders missed. Uh, Sanders was declared not to play. Uh, yeah, Sanders didn't even make the trip with them. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all might. Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Let's talk about it. Dallas Goddard. Eight receptions, mm-hmm. 101 yards, Ooh. got in the end zone. All right. Zach Ertz, three receptions, okay. 18 yards, uh-huh. but he got in the end zone. Ooh. And did he drop anything, Ryan? Or... Yes, he did drop a critical fourth down pass. <laughs> Ooh, um, He's not known for that, though. So that actually had to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it really it, it actually did. did. Watching <laughs> the game hurt. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Washington. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Haskins, I didn't think he really played that well. He did throw a TD, though. Um, Gibson. Yeah, let's talk about Gibson. Because Gibson. where do you stand with him? I Payton mean, Barber got 17 carries. Antonio Gibson only got nine. Do you think they're just slowly they, working in the rookie? Remember what happened with Ronald Jones last year? In part, didn't Payton look Barber good. Was, that's what's happening right now. 
Uh, I mean, Gibson is talented. Uh, I mean, had 36 rushing yards, but Peyton Barger got both rushing TDs and looked really good in the goal line. That's it, though. I really um, I got nothing to say. I mean, I mean, you keep watching for Gibson and see if he gets more work, but yeah, I'm keep a him scared. On, keep him on your bench. Um, but yeah, Peyton Barber likes to do Peyton Barber things. Um, Steve Sims, three catches on three targets for 50 yards. Do you think he has any value in fantasy? I'm not going to lie. I have a soft spot for that dude because me last too, year he won me a couple of leagues. When I played him late. He like got off. Um, I don't know. The Again, the Washington football team didn't look great passing the ball. So if, no. if the passing game improves, yes. I can see him, you know, weak flyer basically just, you know, might get off one week, two weeks at most. But Scary Terry is the guy that is, you know, the guy that you're looking for. He did have a, his worst game versus the Eagles with five catches for 61 yards. The previous two, he went over 100 both times. Um, they got a, bit, a better secondary though this year. Ah, true. <laughs> That's the only thing better. Okay. Right now. So you said you would uh, pick up Chris Herndon. Would you rather have Chris Herndon or Logan Thomas? Um, you know, I'm gonna pick uh, Chris Herndon. Logan Thomas did score today, or sorry, not today. Uh, did score on Sunday, but I didn't even heard the dude before. T- on Sunday, so, oh, really? you know, I mean, I can't. I've heard Chris Herndon no, a couple years, but you know, what I mean, I think both of them are right around the same spot. That's why. I mean, Chris Herndon had seven targets. Logan Thomas had eight. The only thing is, Chris Herndon caught six of seven. Logan Thomas only caught four of eight. Both had thirty-seven yards. Logan Thomas got in the end zone though. Chris Herndon didn't. Match that makes a tight end from being tight end twenty to tight end ten. Uh, yep. What up, guys? It's producer Ian. I'm going to take over for Ryan on this back half of the podcast. He had to leave for a little family stuff. Don't forget, stay dreaming. Uh, we got the Colts, who scored 20, but the Jaguars scored 27, so the Jaguars get that W. Um, Minshew Magic, once again. Minshew Mania, bro. Mania? Is it Mania now? Yeah, Minshew Mania. mania. Now. You got to get that Bud Light. Man, see, this, I told you I'm not on Twitter, man. You need to get on it. Minshew Mania. Minshew that man mania. had a day. Wow. What kind of day? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, 19 <laughs> of 20. Oh, that's really good. Uh, only threw 173 yards, but let's not look at that. Three touchdowns. That's really good. Yeah. Especially if you started him randomly for no reason. Because Did you? No, I don't uh, have him. But, like, great. somebody started Garden Min- Gardner Minshew, so good for you. I almost called him Garden Minshew. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. Okay, um, looking at the Jags running backs, James Robinson, mm-hmm. Chris Thompson. Clearly, Chris Thompson only had two receptions for six yards. You think you can drop him? Probably. I Seems think. like James Robinson. James He's, Robinson, yeah. Yeah, Robinson, okay. 16 carries for 62 yards. He's probably going to be the lead back. Yeah, I think so too. We already talked about Indianapolis's backfield. Um, pick up Naheem Hines if you can. Yeah, you're really Jonathan Taylor's going to be the starter. Marlon Mack done for the season. Uh, you're really high on Hines. What's with that? Oh, I just think that he needs to be owned. Not, I don't think you should start him this week. Oh. Um, but if he goes off again, I think he's in that conversation of a flex. 
where is Philip Rivers in your conversation of quarterbacks? Washed. I'm not starting Philip Rivers. He can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. Is he on your team? No, he's not on my team. I would have Derek Carr over him. Hey, I like <laughs> wow. that. That's a good one. I like that right there. I, I would like to apologize. I did say for uh, fantasy, daily fantasy value to put Philip Rivers on your team. <sighs> I really anticipated the Jags' young cornerbacks to not be ready for the NFL. But apparently the 30 fans in the stands really got to Philip yeah. Rivers. And, the uh, crowd noise. Yeah, the only they were the, shouting in his ear. The Jaguars had the most fans on a Sunday in their history. <laughs> it just took every other team to not have fans in the stands. And I apologize for saying Philip Rivers was going to do good. So I apologize. Uh, you should still read the blog. Thank you. Yeah, please read the blog. Also, James. Yes. Keelan Cole. What about him? is point one percent owned? Pick in ESPN. Put him on your bench. Five catches, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Put him on your bench. Do you think you should pick him up? Pick him up and put him on your bench. I think he's a pretty good ad. That's going to be my catchphrase. I think that's going to be Put him on your bench. Put him on your bench. Pick him up and put him on your bench. So dynamic with the phrase. Thank you. I'm, I'm coming up with these just off the top of my head. How do you do it? Uh, man, it's, it's kind of hard to be this creative. Uh, next, we got the Dolphins, who scored 11 points. Versus the Patriots, who scored 21 points. Devant, Dev, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, that's a different person. Devontae Parker, he got a hamstring injury, and uh, sources are saying that he'll miss a bit of time, but who knows what that means. What does a bit of time mean? Is that one week? Is that two weeks? Is he not going to miss a week, and he's going to suit up and play next week? He's just going to miss some practices? What does that mean? Ooh, I think he plays. You think he plays? I think he'll be out there. I just don't think you are going to want to start him at well, all. If you're the Dolphins, do you do you risk playing him with that? I throw injury? the ball to Preston Williams and Mike Gusecki. That's what I do. And you use Parker as what? A, a decoy? decoy, I guess. If you if he's going to be out there and ready to play, then yeah, use him as a decoy. Cam Newton, what? He ran the ball. The Patriots' offense looked completely different than, obviously, with Tom Brady. Yeah. Because, well, it's Cam Newton, not Tom Brady. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting them to let him run the ball so much. So many designed quarterback runs. It really surprised me, and I think you can start Cam Newton. Uh, on the other side of that, I was not surprised. I felt that that was what Bill Belichick was going to do with Cam Newton. Instead He's of trying really to get smart. him to conform to an offense he doesn't really know, why not make an offense that better suits my quarterback? Bill Belichick's smart coach. So yeah, I would have smart. had Cam Newton if I didn't trade him away because I thought he was going to be playing on Carolina and when I <laughs> traded him. So, well, I think I – no, I didn't even trade him. I dropped, dropped him. him. Dropped him. Picked dropped him up him. off waivers. He's hurt. Started Panthers. him this week, too. They were do, washed. Do you sorry. think? Uh, do you think Cam Newton is a start by matchup, or do you think you can safely start him safely for start most him. games? Safely start Cam Newton. He is not. He was an MVP for a reason. He's safely going to be start a, him. He's going to be a top twelve quarterback. So I think most weeks you can start him. Yeah. All right. Well, he goes up against the number one passing defense. Probably don't start him. But anything other than that, start Cam Newton. What do you guys think about the Patriots' backfield? Sonny Michelle, James White, J.J. Taylor. 
and Rex Burkhead. Oh, you like that name, huh? Yeah. J.J. Taylor? Yeah. He's the um, only, only one besides James White to get a reception, so. Oh, that's weird. Sonny can Michelle you, used to get receptions. Can you play any of these guys? I wouldn't no. do it. That's that's just what it's always been for running backs for the Patriots. I feel like, like well, some well, Garrett it, Blunt. It was hit or miss. Oh, yeah, true. But for the last what two seasons, it's been kind of hit yeah, or miss with since the they Patriots got, running backs. Since they got Sony Michelle, you can't start a Patriots running yeah. back. So no, that's not true. Sometimes you could start James White in the past, but he did not look like James White of old. I feel like with the Patriots running backs in the last couple of years, it's kind of been a luck game. Like a you 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 just choose the right one to start that game. Yeah. I feel like that's what it's been the last few years. I'm not in which the, is why I'm not in the camp to pick and choose which one yeah. I'm starting. You so don't I'm start. Not, you're yeah, just hoping for a touchdown anymore. or yeah. you're hoping they go against the Colts. Like and maybe one just, gets all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Waiver wire question here. Do you add Miles Gaskin for uh, the Dolphins running back lead back this game. I'll touch Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. Oh no, or just just Gaskin. Do you think? Man, I was I'm mad because I was high on Breida. Yeah, me too. And what he didn't even do anything. Five carries for 22 yards. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> Not the lead back. Aye. Yeah, make that noise one more time. <laughs> Can we get a sound clip of that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, please. <laughs> Put that and then delete that and clip it again. Uh, um, I, I don't think you pick him up. I mean, he was the lead back by one carry over Jordan Howard. <laughs> hey, 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 don't out my stats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Jordan Howard touched the ball eight times and didn't even average a yard. He, he got seven yards, so it wasn't like a great eight touches. But Gaskin only got nine touches for a much better 40 yards. It just it seems like their backfield is muddied as hell. Like it's just all over the place. Like they don't know really who's gonna be going, like who's gonna be touching the ball. It's just all right, let's feed this person this play, let's feed the next person next play. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I um, agree with that. True. Yeah. Uh well I'm gonna move on. Late Sunday No, wait, wait, you, well, you still wanna go? You what? skipped the Bears and the Lions. Mitch Trubinsky oh, sure the GOAT! You're wild. I forgot. I'm so sorry about that. Bears, 27. Lions, 23. I didn't I, I didn't see this coming. Two terrible teams playing each other. Mitch Trubisky doing that well, even playing a terrible team. Did not see that coming. I, I thought the if he keeps playing this way, of course... You'll, you'll, you're gonna have, you're gonna need to pick him up eventually. The surprising thing to me is he didn't throw an interception. Yeah, that's why I was surprised. He only completed fifty-five percent of his passes, though, so that's pretty Mitchbrisky to me. Yeah, still got yeah. those touchdowns. Well, three though. touchdowns. Yeah, that'll in, that'll in do that, it for you. Twenty-one points in the last quarter. Yeah, score it. Yeah, won the game, so that's really what matters. Yeah, those I can't believe I skipped this one too. Those Chiefs fans and those Texas fans are mad with what they what they could have had. <laughs> yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Um Adrian Peterson. Mm. I did not expect him to be the lead back in that game. 
14 carries, 93 yards, I do believe. Yeah. You mean the running back who was on that team for less than a week? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was going <laughs> to say, what, he's on the team a week and he's yeah. already getting Like, I was expecting of, to have to start yeah. him eventually. I was expecting it would probably be something like week, maybe week two. Um, but my my for sure thought was week three, I'd be, he'd be the guy. You think he just got I didn't think that was going to happen week one where they were just feeding him and he was eating. He always eats when he gets fed, but still, I didn't think that they were going to feed him the ball that much. Do you think he's just a savant with the playbook? And he just like looked at it once and he was like, I have absorbed this? Memorized. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> just he's, he's seen a lot of football or, in the last few years. Or do you think Matt Stafford was just like, Adrian, we're going to pan it off to the right. Do it. Yeah. And then he was zone like, All right, got to it. the right. Here zone you go. right, zone left, pass block. Yeah. You good. Um, yeah, I want to know, do you guys think Matthew Stafford, he didn't have such a great game. You're not going to keep Stafford down for long. Was it because he was missing Kenny Galladay or was it? it I, I'm, I, what I'd say is it's just, I'm sorry I did get you bounce, but... <laughs> I'd say it's more of just Matt Stafford being Matt Stafford. That happens to Matt Stafford a lot, which is why I'm not very big on, like, I don't go out of my way to get Matt Stafford anymore because he does have games like this. Let me get this stats real quick. Could it also, you think, just be Matt Patricia? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think Matt Patricia's not a great coach. Matt Stafford is still talented, though. He's still, you know. It's just sometimes he has he has on games. Well, that's what I'm saying. And he was missing his number one wide receiver this week. So of course, you know he's just kind of missing. He's been missing his number one wide receiver for quite some years. Calvin Johnson (laughs) for quite some years. I think Kenny Galladay is a pretty good number one wide receiver. And last year, Kenny Galladay with Matt Stafford just eight had like nine touchdowns and however many games Matt Stafford played. Yeah, but whenever Danny Amendola is your leading wide receiver. That's that's not good. And Quintus Cephas has your most targets. <laughs> I I don't think it's Matthew Stafford's fault at all. I think you can. The problem was he just didn't get touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. That's the only problem. Yeah, but that's not gonna keep happening where he doesn't get touchdowns. You're gonna have a game where he gets three. He throws three. You're gonna have a game where he throws four. Yeah, with Kenny Galladay. Yeah, but so well, I think he can do saying. it without Kenny Galladay. I just don't know if he has the weapons. Is he my going point. against the Browns that week or something? Probably. <laughs> there you have. <laughs> More than likely, yes. But now we're going to go on to late Sunday. We got the Chargers 16, the Bengals 13. Man, the Chargers were fighting, fighting, fighting the whole time. I did not think they were going to pull it out. That offense does not look They that didn't great. pull it out. The what, Bengals the kicker shanked oh. it. No, wait, they pulled it out. My, one of job. my legs is hurt. I don't remember which one. Which one, one of them, though? Yeah, <laughs> it, was the, it was the left-right side. Look, that was only going to tie the game. You don't know who would have won in overtime. True. But the Chargers did eke it out. You think A.J. Green pushed off? Yes. I think A.J. Green pushed off more than Michael Gallup. <sighs> Actually, Dang. big facts, yeah. It was more obvious. I don't know. The Michael Gallup one was a full extension, but, but we'll get into that. But let's talk about A.J. Green. Wow. Had himself. Honestly. Nine targets, five catches, 51 yards. Joe Burrow seems to trust him already. Well, he should. 
he's the number one receiver out there. Yeah. And he really showed it this week. It really surprised me. I've been down on AJ Green for the past two seasons. And he came back being just as good as ever, I think. 99 speed Joe Burrow. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, he did have that one touchdown yeah, run. That's that why was I say that, <laughs> that yeah. was good. Any quarterback that gets a rushing touchdown, ninety-nine speed. Uh, next we got Buccaneers. Wait, wait, wait! We didn't what? talk about the Chargers wide receiver. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Keenan Allen underperformed. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah, and Mike Williams looked like Terod Taylor's favorite target. The goat probably is. It's almost like he doesn't like throwing these timing routes. Probably doesn't. <laughs> Probably can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Timing routes are hard. Let me just throw the ball to this yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why time this when I can just run the ball? <laughs> Austin, Austin, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It. No, you got it. No, no, go for it. Austin Eckler, he had himself a game. I, I was surprised myself. I'll say that. I do not have very much faith in Austin Eckler's running game, and he kind of proved me wrong. If he keeps doing that, then I'll have to come out and publicly apologize, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, what what did you have to say? About um, oh no, I pretty much exactly that. Where I was just surprised that he didn't get receptions. This, I I don't think he keeps it up on this offense. That's my. This offense is still building. There's Terod Taylor does. I don't think likes throwing to the running back. Austin Eckler was the only one to catch a pass, and it was one for three yards. I don't think he's going to get the receiving numbers that he got last year, and he, he's not even going to get anywhere close to them. But on the other hand, he ran the ball really well. So, You think he could be a 1,000-yard rusher? I don't think so. You think he can flirt with that number? Get like 960, <sighs> up I'm like s- mid-9? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying high 8s. So you think today was just kind of a, a little bit of a fluke game with 84? Well, you're That's going against the Bengals, and so, yeah, okay, kind of. Joshua Kelly looked really good, though, um, running the ball. Justin Jackson went down with an injury. So it looks like it's going to be Eckler and Kelly in that backfield. Next, we got the Buccaneers scored 23 points versus the Saints, who scored 34 points. Drew Brees trying to show that the NFC South is his and his alone. I, what? what? <laughs> no, go for it. Keep going on your rant. Tom Brady kind of seemed washed up on that offense. Kind of seemed to me like he needs Bill Belichick to make him look good in those schemes. And that's been my drawback to Tom Brady. Whereas a lot of people have been saying that he's going to do really good because of this explosive offense that he's supposed to have. Mm, I just, you've been in one system for so long. I think it's going to be harder for you to switch over to another system. And then he's old. Like no matter how, how well he played last year, that's Bill Belichick. Cam Newton just played really well under Bill Belichick. Different offense, but still played very well. I just don't think... I think Tom Brady's going to have an average, almost below average season. Does he finish top 12 in fantasy? No. I don't think so. I think these first few weeks, the offense is going to stall out. They Next week, they will ball out. 
the week after that they will lose again and they will they will have an abysmal game. That's what I'm feeling. Next week they will show up and they will ball out. He's in at 14 right now on week one, so I don't think he's going to stay up there. I mean the most the most uh, Tom Brady esque thing that he did was he spread the ball out. There's like what nine or ten people right here that are that have at least one target. Like he's throwing the ball everywhere across this field. And like, but he's still not throwing it deep. He still is just kind of doing like little dinkers. Um, he's not. He just seems to have lost arm power. And oh yeah, both like, these quarterbacks seem to have lost arm power. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> and then that was the best part of the Bucks' offense last year, minus Jameis's interceptions, was the deep ball. Jameis would launch that thing forty, fifty yards, and and Mike Evans would go up and get it. And Chris, Chris Godwin, Godwin would run yeah. it down. That was their. That yeah. was the, the. They had a high-powered offense last year, yeah. minus Jameis's interceptions. Jameis just said somebody will be there. Yeah, somebody yeah. just huck it. Might be yeah. the other team, but yeah, but somebody. somebody will catch this ball. Ronald Jones looks like he's the lead back in this backfield. I don't know if it's because Leonard Fournette Thank hasn't you. been there long enough, but Ronald Jones. I need definitely, <laughs> definitely dominated touches. Um. Alvin Kamara, 12 carries for 16 yards. He got in the end zone. Thank you. Had five receptions, though, for 51 yards. So he really made it up on the receiving end. But I don't know why they just didn't give him the ball. They gave it to Latavius Murray 15 times. So that one kind of surprised me. The scheme is – well, Alvin Kamara is just a very – he's a schemey back. You, You can only put him in certain situations, whereas Latavius Murray is a running back. So you can put him when Jabriz goes behind the center and hand it off. I think you can, you, I think you can do that with Alvin Kamara too. He's really versatile. I don't think you can. Twelve carries, sixteen yards. Well, that's true. He had a terrible day. Yeah, game. but that's been that he's been he did that last day. year too. Yeah. So Alvin Kamara. He's mainly a case. His problem last year was he didn't get in the end zone, and he got in the end zone this time. This yeah, this twice week. he did. So and I loved every every. He had a good fantasy one. game just yeah. because I mean he got what yards. twelve points right there just in touchdowns. Yeah, six receptions and then fifty-one receiving yards. He killed it in through the air. Yeah, Chris Godwin went down um, with concussion-like symptoms. Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. Both of these guys were drafted to be your number one wide receiver. And I don't know if you can play him next week because you're just going to have to wait and see, I think, on both of them. I think Michael Thomas Michael Thomas said he would play through it. Um, whether that means that he'll be a factor or maybe he loses a step because of his high ankle sprain is yet to be seen. Chris Godwin, I mean, he just kind of got rocked on the last play that he was in on. And then when he got up, he was a little slow to get up, and then they took him off to the sideline. But the game was essentially over then. So we don't even know if he, like, has a concussion. We don't know if the NFL's being the NFL and just sweeping it under the rug. Like, no, nah, he just got a bad headache. Like, he could be not even on the the injury report next week. And he could just be like, yep, no, I'm playing. And yeah. then just kind of sitting over there losing some brain cells. <laughs> Anything else for that one? I think that's it. Next, we got the Cardinals, 24, 49ers, 20. George Kittle got a knee sprain, but he didn't leave the game. He stayed, but he saw reduction in targets in the second half. But 
coach said it had nothing. Uh, the injury had nothing to do with the reduction in targets. I mean, I mean, he has no reason to lie about something like that. So I'd believe it. I believe yeah, that they just tried, tried to get yeah. away from him and make something somewhere else. He did say that the the Cardinals started to more scheme their defense against Kittle, but I mean that's because look at the look at the wide receivers on the the Forty ers like. Kendrick Bourne. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, who who are they passing yeah. to? It's George Kittle. That's yeah. their target. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to take that away. Raheem Mostert. Uh-huh. Mostert. Four receptions for 95 yards, and that's... It's really good. Yeah, that's what got him his day. I don't know. Do you think that he's just going to do this every single week? Probably not. Tevin Coleman didn't really look to be that involved. Jerick McKinnon... Was a little involved, but not that much. Do you think it's just Raheem Mostert's backfield this season? Um. Well, obviously. I'm really one scared of those because it's a big gain, so you can't really <laughs> say like you know. I had him as my bust this year, and I'm really scared because. Uh, I mean, well, he had one 75-yard catch, and then he had 95 yards yeah. total in the air. So he was three for 20 besides yeah. a big play. Like so, one, like, one uh, of those is a big catch. Kind of sustainable. Can like, you can you guarantee – can he guarantee – can that offense guarantee, like, all three of those, that but, he's going to do another 75-yard catch? Look at his carries, though. 15 carries. Jarek McKinnon, Tevin Coleman, and Kyle Juszczyk only had eight combined. Yeah, fair. He seems to be the lead back. Even Okay, he got the one catch, which was one more than Jarek McKinnon for a bunch of yards. Let's just make those the same. He still outplayed all of their running backs. Oh, so are you saying that he's going to be the lead back for that offense? That's what I'm asking. I thought you were asking, is that a player that I'm going to want to get? Which is, Uh, I'm saying no. I I don't think you're trading for him, but I think... Do you think you can start him if he's already on your team? Ooh. It depends on who you have. It depends on who you have. Ooh. Okay, I have Tyler Boyd or Raheem Mostert. Uh, Mostert. Mo- yeah. Go Mostert. Mostert. Yeah. Okay, I have Christian Kirk. I don't think you're going to play Christian Kirk. Never mind. Yeah, go ahead and switch <laughs> that up, player. What? What about what, what about uh Raheem Mostert or uh Ronald Jones? I both look to I, be the clear That's uh, a good after one. After week 1, both look to be the clear number 1. It's just the the 49ers are a more definitely more of a a running team. I'm going to go Mostert um because I feel like once Le'Veon Bell gets himself acclimated into the Leonard Fournette, what did I say? Le'Veon Bell. My bad. <laughs> I'm still sad about that. You think Le'Veon oh, wow. Bell's getting traded, nah, huh? Uh, this Leonard Fournette. <laughs> you Leonard too easy Fournette. My bad, y'all. Um, once he gets himself acclimated with the team, familiar with the playbook, and it, it's only a matter of time before Ronald Jones is the afterthought in the running game, in my opinion. You think full afterthought, or you think they'll go? Like more committed. It'll where it's be like each have ten to nine carries, and I think Ronald Jones will be out there more for passing plays than he will be for running plays, and Fournette will be in there more for running plays than he will be for passing plays, ah, which James will White, give Sony Michelle type. For yeah, which will give Fournette more 
I feel it. Yeah. Okay. That's the only thing that really scares me. Otherwise, I would say uh, Ronald Jones. But also, I'm going to say Ronald Jones because Raheem Mostert's my bust. I need Ronald Jones. I traded for him, so I need him well, to do good. Yeah. I'm going to say Raheem Mostert because of the 75 yards. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't see, I don't see Ronald Jones having that big play potential. And Raheem Mostert just seems like, you know what? Every three or four weeks, he's going to bust out a 50 plus yard run or catch or something. And right there, a 50 yard catch for a touchdown is pretty much a good solid fantasy football day. Yeah. Even if he does nothing. I'm just that. really prideful and I don't want to say, <laughs> but Raheem Mostert's the right, the right pick there. DeAndre Hopkins. Four. Team catches 151 yards. We didn't know team. if he was going to be the target hog going to a new team, but he was. Absolutely was. Disappointed in his day. Needed 20, tar- 20 catches, 300 <laughs> yards. Sunday night, we have the Cowboys, 17 points versus the Rams, 20 points. Here's my first Dak Prescott. I don't know if he's worth it. I, To a lot of people, he's a starter in leagues. And to me, he's not a starter. Bring I, back Tony Romo. Yeah, please. <laughs> I like Tony Romo. Most well, people I know did not. Well, would you rather start Dak Prescott or Jared Goff in this same game? You son of a gun. And that, uh, that's a hard one. I'd probably say Dak. Yeah, I think you have to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. How many yards did Dak have last year? Like close to five thousand. Yeah. Like it, I don't. And like he's that. in that offense, though. They have. He has yeah. so many weapons. How could you not? They they can go literally anywhere in that offense, and it and it's kind of a little scary. Like you hand it off to Zeke, like that's a top running season. back in the league. You, I mean, you can throw it to Amari Cooper, who is is pretty solid on the outside. Michael Gallup is coming up. I mean, he just needs to stop pushing off so much. <laughs> But Amari Cooper, 10 receptions, 14 targets. CD Lamb, 5 receptions, 6 targets. Michael Gallup, 3 receptions, 5 targets. They're lucky Blake Jarwin got hurt. Or else, because the other, um, what's his name? Dalton Schultz couldn't catch the ball. That's Blake Jarwin. He's catching the ball and having himself a day. Yeah. You got, you got, you have to be able to trust Dak Prescott. Especially if you drafted him, you drafted him in the fifth or sixth, maybe the seventh if you were a lucky round. I think you have to. It's it's been one week. Yeah. And he still got you seventeen points. It's not like he. True. Blew your whole fantasy week. Preseason ranking, he's like top five in most places I've seen. I've seen him as high as two. I've but. Yeah, I'd probably it, start him over Sam Darnold, but I have to deal with Sam Darnold. You know what? That's, that's a, my that's a brave take. <laughs> if I did you not wanna, have Sam Darnold. You want to bet right there? <laughs> Sam Darnold or Dak Prescott? More points. I got oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm right. going Sam Darnold. Ezekiel, Elli- <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott is still Ezekiel Elliott. He likes to eat. Tony Pollard. Did that surprise anyone that he only got four touches all game? No. No. Nah, me neither. <laughs> Zeke is Zeke. I thought that was a trick. The Rams, <laughs> the Rams backfield though, surprising. Uh, like yes, like I, I know they named Malcolm Brown the starter, but mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting Malcolm Brown to come out and do what he did. 
That's weird because haven't you been high on him all off season? Well, I think he should have been drafted, but I wasn't saying to start him week one. Oh no, God no! I, well, I was surprised too. I thought start him probably. Pick him up. Yeah, if you at can. least if he's available. I'll let you know later. Well. What do you guys think about the Rams receiving core? Cooper Cup disappointed me. <laughs> How are you feeling? Not good about I that. I told bet. you not to do it. Okay. We'll get to Juju in a little bit. We'll see how well he did. Well, but we'll, Cooper we'll, Cup we'll put see. up a great line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four receptions for 40 yards. And you know the wild part? I really like That's Cooper That's a total Cup. of six fantasy points. I really like Cooper Cup. Yeah, me too. But that, So it hurts. But Robert Woods is also there. And he seemed to be the go-to guy for Jared Goff. Yeah. Every time they were in a pinch, Robert Woods. Oh, Robert, Robert, Woods. Robert Woods. Yeah. Robert Woods. Um, anybody, anybody else? We talked about CD let's, a little bit. Let's talk about Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. Uh-huh. Just a little bit. Gerald Everett got hurt. But it didn't it didn't really look like they were going there was a, a difference between the two. Like Higby did a little bit more, but not enough for me. I I don't think the value is there for where you drafted Higby. If you can, I would say trade him, get as much value as you can, because I don't think the value is really there for him this year. Yeah, I agree. He's he's just I mean, four targets, three receptions, 40 yards. Just meh. Like Just meh. That's a great that's a great way I to mean, put it. I mean, the hard part is, I mean, you could sit there and believe in Tyler Higby because you're like, I drafted him so high. Because like besides like the top 3 tight ends, really, you really it's just a guessing game at that point. You you know George Kittle most of the time is going to get his targets. He's going to eat. Travis Kelsey's going to eat. I mean, you can say Zach Ertz, uh, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews. Did you say Greg Olson? Not uh, Evan Ingram. Who? <laughs> oh, he got a touchdown. Greg Olson. He did get Wait, a touchdown. But. Did anyone mention Jason Witten? He did not get that touchdown. He got a catch, he did. though. He got oh, one I, th- catch. I thought he got. I was he like, I saw him drop the touchdown. I literally was watching it, and we were like, why do you even have Jason Witten in the game? And catch. then he immediately caught the one and only pass he did. Nice. And I was like, all right, just prove me wrong, Jason Witten. And that catch <laughs> got us the game. You see how things work out? Uh, we're going to go move on. Monday night, Steelers, Giants, Steelers 26, Giants 16. Wow, they beat them up. It's not as bad as the Eagles losing to the Washington <laughs> Washingtons. But uh, the, the Giants defense didn't look so good. But the surprising thing to me was Saquon Barkley's rushing. I know the Steelers have a good defensive front, but... 15 carries for six yards. You're playing from behind, I know, but you got to do more than that if you're Saquon Barkley. Now, he made up for it six receptions for 60 yards, but less than half a yard per rush. That is the Steelers' defense is good. Yeah, I agree, but Saquon Barkley is supposed to be really good. Yeah. You draft him as your top three this year. Was it the uh But the Steelers defense is really good. Trust me, I know. 
Fun little fact, Saquon ended with six yards rushing, and his long for the night was seven yards. <laughs> that lost. means every other run, he got zero or negative yards That is based off good. of that. That is wild. Daniel Jones, leading rusher, 22 yards on four carries. Yeah. This was not a rushing game. No, 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 unless you were the Steelers. James Conner did go down with the injury. We're waiting on reports to see uh, – What's going on with him, and we'll let you know as soon as we find that out, probably on Twitter. Um, but Benny Snell came in, got 19 carries for 113 yards. So if you, you can pick up Benny Snell, yeah. no longer just a handcuff, I don't think. If James Conner goes down, which he does often, Benny Snell can slide right into that starting workload. I think it just sucks because he literally got 11.3 fantasy points because he got 113 yards. And that's, that's it. it. No touchdowns, no catches. I don't even know if he, he had one target. Like he was not a factor in anything. They were just hand the ball off, get the yards, and shut up, Benny. Like hey, it nothing. worked though. Hey, yeah, got 113. Yeah, let's talk about Juju Smith-Schuster. Hmm? Wow, let's talk about that. Let's talk about this. He just bet. got away from the Rams too. Huh? Yeah, you wanted to make a bet. You said Cooper Cup was gonna finish higher than Juju Smith-Schuster, and he did not. I told you only it wasn't by 14, not 15 points, 15.9 points. Thank you, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> I was watching you, praying, hoping, cheering. Yeah, six for six for 69 yards. Nice. Ay. Ay. Two touchdowns. Keone sound clip that. Nice. <laughs> nice. But the surprising one to me was uh, Deontay Johnson. I know he's been a sleeper all off season, but got. 10 targets so i mean they were crossing patterns and little quick dump offs but if they're gonna go that, to him that i think works yeah the volume plays there the number one receiver last year just lived by the slant and little crossing patterns and michael thomas that's you can you can make your money doing that absolutely uh the giants wide receivers darius slayton I, I thought he was going to be the third best wide receiver on this team. He's the best. I, apparently, 102 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. He's the greatest. He, I I honestly have both of these players, Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard, on my team. And I was just kind of... Did you, si did you start either of them? I flipped a coin, and Sterling Shepard was on my starting lineup. Oh! <laughs> Regardless, I was losing anyway this uh. week. Had a bad week. Thank you, T.Y. Hilton. Uh. Um, but... I was just kind of sitting there like, I really don't know who is going to be Daniel Jones' favorite. I believe that one of these wide receivers was going to be good. And if we're going based off of pure week one, that's Darius Slayton. And Darius Slayton, is he a flex option? Is he a starting wide receiver option? Flex. Is, I, is he a I, wait and see? He's a wait and see to flex. me. What about if you're in a 20-man league? I have him <laughs> in Dynasty, which is That's you start 15 yeah. players. Yeah. Hey, trade him He's back. going to be – I think I'm going to start him this week. Yeah, you have what, five flexes in Yeah, that? five flexes. Yeah, he's sitting on your bench. Yep, he's sitting on my bench right now. With Brandon Cooks points? in my starting lineup. Hey, oh, that Brandon hurt, Cooks. In the beginning of that game, it looked like Brandon Cooks was going to be the man, and then – Nothing. Five targets, two Will catches. Will Fuller was the man. He was. But he yeah, was. Sterling Shepard still had six catches, though. So He did. He just he definitely was not a deep threat. 
Darius no. Slayton's big play of the game was that 41-yard touchdown catch. Yeah. Where he got drilled right after, but it didn't matter. He shook it right off. Shake it off. Yeah. yeah. The Steelers, tight ends, you don't want to play either of them. Eric Ebron or Vance McDonald, just stay away. Evan Ingram, two catches on seven targets, nine yards. I, yeah, yeah it, I love you those dra- You drafted him to start him. Are you streaming a different tight end this week? Pro- uh, probably. I don't know. I don't have time for your games. Chris Herndon or Evan Ingram? I I don't know if Eric – or not Eric Ebron. Uh, Evan Ingram just had, like, you know, a tight end game where sometimes, you know, you have that starting tight end who – if, like I said before, if you don't have one of the top three who are always going to get the targets, it's like, yeah. all right, this is just a bad week for tight end. Sorry. And then, like, he's going to still end the year with what's good for a tight end, like 800 yards and, like, eight touchdowns. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's a solid receiving year for a tight end. And it's just like, all right, but week one he had two for nine. And then next week he's going to be like, all right, 115 and two touchdowns. Yeah, the only thing about Evan Ingram is they don't throw the ball downfield to him. He does no. f- excuse me, five yard turnaround catch and, and sit. Yeah, and Daniel Jones doesn't seem to like to throw him the ball there. I don't know. But he got seven targets. Yeah. I so mean also why throw the ball five yards to Evan Ingram when you can know. throw the ball right Two at the line of scrimmage to, to Saquon Barkley and watch him hurdle some dude. Yeah, true. All right. Next I'm gonna get into sadly. The last game of week one football, Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos. Tennessee pulled it out 16-14 to with a clutch field goal. Um, Ryan Tannehill had 250 yards, actually 249, sorry, for two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, of course, had 31 carries for 116 yards, no touchdowns, but... The surprise to me, what is Corey Davis. Yes, that's what I was going to get into. Seven receptions, 101 receiving yards. But here's the look, eight targets. Yeah, eight targets. But also Humphreys, six receptions, 47 yards, seven targets. A.J. Brown, five receptions, 39 yards, eight targets. Jonu Smith, four targets, 36 yards, seven targets. That's, Got in the end zone. He was throwing it to these guys. Yeah, he was, they were slinging the ball out there. And Derrick Henry got 31 carries. 31. And, That's, and three catches for Derrick Henry. That's like. I got to look at time of possession. I know. Well, obviously, there was a lot of drop balls. Uh, so that, that, that didn't help at all. I mean, that's, that what they pay, the clock that's what they paid Ryan Tannehill to do was do not turn the ball over. Oh. Ryan Tannehill, I think, is going to be. He also uh, had three another. rushes for 14 yards. Yeah, I think Ryan Tannehill is – his upside is Alex Smith. Mm. Alex Smith of old, where he's – you know what? We just need you – Derrick Henry is going to sit there and get the ball 30 times a game and his career at 31. Why not Carson Palmer of the Raiders? <laughs> you <laughs> always got to bring it back to the Raiders, don't you? <laughs> I do. Uh, but I think, I think they're only going to expect Ryan Tannehill to be like, you know what, if you get 250 yards a game, you – over through the ball to be real like they're gonna be like all right get 200 yards a game a touchdown maybe two do not throw an interception and just win this game just game manage it do not lose us the game derrick henry will get us there one thing is for sure two things for certain derrick henry is going to get 
25 plus touches. That's what it's seeming like this season. He is going to, he is almost the quarterback. He touches the ball so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's almost the but, center. He touches the yeah. ball. So. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Run the Wildcat. You still talking? That's where I'm going. Oh, okay. I'm going to oh. move on to Denver's side. I thought you were about to say Derrick Henry should just True run the lock. Wildcat. 216 yards, one touchdown. You know, it's not bad, but it's not good. It's not winning you a game. You're not starting him. He's probably not on your bench either. Uh, (laughs) Melvin Gordon probably is on your team. Got you 15 carries, 78 yards, one touchdown. Probably start Melvin Gordon from now on. If you were on the fence between him and Lindsey, probably start Melvin Gordon. Well, Philip Lindsey went down with an injury. And was uh, taken out of the game, so that probably helped uh, Melvin Gordon. Oh man, a I bit. looked up and the injury report and I could not find it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I can pull on it me. Up. I mean, to be fair, we are recording this like the game just ended a couple yeah, weeks ago. But I did look it up. I I legitimately looked it up, and it had nothing from recent. It was everything three hours from now. Well, while JJ looks that but up, I should have been on something else. It's just a foot injury, and he was taken out of the game. Yeah, it. it Probably, probably is still just at Melvin Gordon. It probably is just like a don't play him the rest of this game. Melvin's got it. Like we don't want to aggravate anything more. But if you're the Broncos, does Melvin Gordon fifteen carries seventy eight yards? You didn't get the win, but he got a touchdown. Do you start looking at him getting him more touches? If even if even if Lindsey was going to be the number one throughout that entire game. No, he wasn't. He wasn't gonna be the number one. It was always going to be Gordon, and Gordon is also getting more catches. He's got three targets. Lindsey only got one. I know that's not that much more, but for running backs, three compared to one is quite a bit in fantasy. Uh, speaking on receptions, I was really high on Noah Fant coming into this season. Noah Fantastic. Yeah, he is fantastic. Uh, five receptions, 81 yards. And a touchdown. Yeah, he had a he had himself a game out there. Yeah, we're proud of him. Yeah, without Cortland Sutton there, Jerry Judy had a pretty good game. Uh, four receptions for fifty six yards, but eight targets though. Yeah, nothing special. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah, there was nothing really special on that uh Denver no. receiving squad. I'd say probably if if you're gonna get anybody from Denver. Noah Fan is your safest choice. On yeah, absolutely. The He's a end. tight end. So uh, Melvin Gordon is safe choice on the running back end. Drew Locke is probably not a safe choice on the quarterback end. Um, that's it for the games. I don't know. Royce Freeman got one carry and oh. zero yards. <laughs> so look out for <laughs> Let's him. Let's talk about that. <laughs> he uh he out uh, outrushed by his quarterback Drew Locke. Well, <laughs> three carries, five yards. Um. Yeah, he was outrushed by everybody else on the team as well. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I think we can move on. Yeah, we're going to move on (laughs) to the waiver wire. (laughs) The wacky waiver wire. We're going to be talking about players that are 33% owned or or less, sorry, 33% or less owned per ESPN leagues that we think are worth a look to add to. Very eternal. high on Adrian Peterson, always. True. He stays on my team if I can get him. Somebody stole him in a draft from me. I tried to trade him to you right after, and you, you didn't want it. You tried to screw me on a trade, well, and it wasn't right happening. <laughs> and I'm glad he was doing good on your bench. He was also on my bench. 
Because, like I said, I was not expecting AP to get no, that no, many carries. No, no, you didn't accept the trade. I went and traded him to someone else. You gave him to someone else? And I got Sammy Watkins. Oh, for okay. Him. Also good, on your bench? Good job. Yes, also on, my <laughs> on your bench. <laughs> you know to start Sammy first week always. Come on. Should have. That's 80% of his yards the whole year. JJ, who did you have? Um, If you really want to add someone, Malcolm Brown's your guy. No, add Adrian Peterson. Well, yeah, I would add Malcolm Brown over Adrian Peterson, but that's just me. Um, Malcolm Brown seemed to be the lead uh, back in the Rams' backfield. Cam Akers is there getting almost as many touches, but he just didn't look as good. I think it's going to take him a few weeks. And Malcolm Brown was the one that got the Todd Gurley touches near the end zone and the one that got in the end zone. So I think that's why if they're going to keep giving him the ball near the end zone, He's going to be startable. Not even. Not only can you pick him up, but I, I think he's going to be startable in the future. Okay, but I've got a quick question for you. Okay. It's also my newest segment. <laughs> <laughs> Would you drop hmm for hmm? <laughs> so the first one's going to be your waiver wire ad, right? Malcolm Brown. Would you drop Austin Eckler for Malcolm Brown? No, no, no. You would not. You don't believe in it. Well, I think Austin Eckler is for sure the lead back and is going for more is gonna get more touches through the season. Malcolm Brown is still splitting touches with Cam Akers. So even though he's getting the red zone touches, I don't think that it's necessarily repeatable that the Rams are gonna be in the red zone that much. Cam Akers might score from outside the red zone. So I'm gonna have to go with Austin Eckler. I agree. I think the Rams are going to go feed the hotter hand that week. And so that's more that's more likely to be split between Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers. I think Austin Eckler is is their starter and unless he's just absolutely abysmal abysmal one week, they're going to start and keep feeding Austin Eckler over Joshua Kelly. Okay. Well, I have another one for you. Okay. I'm just going to throw this one out. This one's coming off of my pick, but I want to know what you guys would think because you already know who I would pick. Adrian Peterson, or assuming that Frank Gore takes over the number one spot, Frank Gore. I'm adding Adrian Peterson. Oh, that yeah. I like that choice. Those I'm, are good choices I'm, by both of you. I'm adding Adrian Peterson. Ryan would probably I'm add Adrian Peterson. I'm not starting Ryan is wild, any of them. Do not start either of those players. If you have to add one, add Adrian Peterson. Yes. Don't start him though. Oh, that's that hurts feelings. Oh. Start him only. Waiver wire in ad, desperation. Start. <laughs> okay, yeah. I got another one for you. Would you drop Amari Cooper? Hmm. Let me. I gotta get a. Good I think one you for need to go one. a little bit this deeper. This is a good one. You, these are like starting caliber people. Yeah. I need people on the bench that I'm gonna drop. Yeah. Bench if, that you're gonna drop. Anything, well, yeah. I'm not. Sta- I'm not dropping a starter. If anything, it's you have to. No, no I don't. No. no. If, because if, I'm not picking up any of these guys over a starter. If anything, I'm like, mm, are you Boom. gonna not start yeah. Amari Cooper yeah. for? Uh, I don't Austin know. Eckler. Yeah, like in your flex <laughs> Which spot. Which one's going to be your flex? But that's not the question. Yeah, Malcolm Brown, Amari Cooper. Like, <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go. In matter of fact, I'm going to pick somebody from off your bench. 
Henry Ruggs. Okay. Would you drop Henry Ruggs for Jerry Judy? Ooh, that's tough. Mm, I know. Cortland Sutton, I don't think is going to be out very long. Wow. Williams will be out. Tyrell Williams for the Raiders will be out all season. Henry Ruggs looked amazing. I know he got banged up, but he did come back. So I'm going to go with Ruggs. I need to look at Jerry Judy a little bit more, but because he's going to be the number two in that offense and he can't even be the number one over Noah Fant whenever he is the number one, taking Ruggs. I agree. Like, it's... After tonight's game, that's what it showed, is Jerry Judy had his time to shine with Cortland Sutton out, and it still was Noah Fant time to shine. Jerry I, Judy did break someone's ankles, though, on a on a catch. And so, I mean, that helps, but he still only finished, what was it, 50 yards, 59, yeah. something like that? All right. I have a question for you. What is your question Would for you me? drop Matt Breida for Naheem Hines? Yes. Yes. He's on your bench. Matt Breida? Yeah. I know he is. And I would drop him for Hines. <laughs> Does not look like he's going to be my lead back uh, in Miami like I thought. Okay. What about uh, Duke Johnson or Joshua Kelly? It's not fair. Isn't Duke Johnson? He's hurt? He, he got banged up? I'm pretty sure. Do you want to keep him yeah. on your bench or do you want to put Joshua Kelly on your bench? Tick. Who Fair. scored? Talk. Got in the end zone. Talk. Tick. Talk. David Johnson was doing really good. So yeah, David Johnson looked amazing. Keep going with the running back by committee and throwing Duke Johnson in there, even when he comes back fully healthy. Uh, you know, probably. Why though? When probably you have, Kelly. Yeah. Probably Joshua Kelly. Why give the ball to Duke when David looked pretty pretty good this week? He looked like maybe his old self where you could draft him pretty high and, and get him. He might be a steal of the draft this year. Okay. Steve Sims Jr. from the Washington team. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Washington Washingtons. <laughs> yes, Ryan knows all about it. <laughs> or him. Tevin Coleman. Um, Wait, say that name again. Steve Sims from Washington or Tevin Coleman from the Jesus. 49ers. I was hoping that's not what you said. Is Steve Sims going to have a run like he did last year in the playoffs? Steve Sims was looking pretty good. Three for three, 50 yards. It's still only three targets. Yeah, Tevin Coleman, though. Four carries, 18 yards, one target. I know. Well, probably going was Sims. It, was it riding the hot hand? I need a receiver. <laughs> Don't ask the question. Uh, can I flip a coin? Yeah, go for it. All right. Ah, uh, Sims. Sims. Yeah, I'm going Just Sims instinct. too. Just instinct. Damn, it is. I got one. Okay. I got one. This is a quarterback one, though. Oh. Are you, you want that? Yeah, yeah, I'll take a quarterback okay. one. Okay, because this one I think is going to take a little bit of thinking. Mitch Trubisky. It's not. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Trubisky's a great one, though. Probably put Mitch Trubisky. Um, no. Gardner Minshew, Ryan Tannehill. I'm taking Gardner. Instant. You're taking instant. I want Gardner. Instant. Easy. I think that's more of a mustache thing. JJ. 
come back to me on the next podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I think I take Ryan Tannehill. Probably, yeah, me too. He looked he looked good, was passing the ball well. So I don't think Minshew's game I, I is just, repeatable. Yeah, not gonna just, throw for ninety five percent of your completions. That's not even my problem with it. Not gonna, it's more of the touchdowns. I think he can throw three touchdowns, though. He's got a lot of talent around him. I don't I don't believe in him that much. It's not the talent around him. It's more Gardner Minshew. He did really good, but he also did really good a couple of games last year. Um, And did bad in a couple of games last year as well. So I'm not really going to harp on his one... The week one game that he's getting yeah. so far, I'm going to go off Ryan Tannehill's resume, which is not fantastic, but it's not bad at all. Um, but we're going to move on to Ian's Wild Fact, formerly known as Ryan's Wild Fact. <laughs> all right. Ryan's Wild Fact that he sent to me, uh, it was in the past two years, the Lions blow another game in week one. In the first three quarters, the Lions have outscored their opponent 40 to 12, but in the fourth quarter, they have been outscored by their opponent 39 to 7. God. The Lions just know. The Lions know how to lose games. That's just all they're good at. That stat has to hurt your loins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. DeAndre Swift, officially a Detroit Lion. Ring of honor right there. Fits right in. (laughs) Drop the ball. Is officially the end. Thank you so much for listening. On Thursday, we'll have Busts of the Week and answer your questions. So send them in to at Fantasy Daydreamers on Instagram and on Twitter at FF Daydreamers. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and comment with a question, and we'll answer your question first. But like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening, and stay dreaming, y'all. Don't forget to check out the website, FantasyDaydreamers.com. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stay dreaming. (laughs) 